Hey friends, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And And we're we're the the Friends Who Feast. On today's episode, we want you guys to come grocery shopping with us. We're going to take you along our journey into our imaginary grocery store. We're going to talk about what aisles we hit first, if we have any superstitions, and we're going to talk about our pet peeves. We're going to talk about all of it. So we want you guys to get on your favorite grocery store clothes. Do you have a grocery store outfit you usually go to when you go grocery shopping? I like to be comfy. Yes. And in the summer, like a flip-flops, basketball shorts, like hoodie. Okay. I am also very comfy. I have tennis shoes on, just comfy yoga pants. Um, and either a t-shirt or same thing, like a hoodie. My hair is up in a bun. And um, I loved it when we had to wear a mask because I would wear sunglasses and a mask. And I truly felt like the invisible woman when I would go in the grocery store. So comfort is key because sometimes you don't know how long you're going to be in the grocery store, right? And for those of you who are listening who aren't from like the Midwest area, you're going to hear us use words like Meyer and Kroger. An Aldi, and I don't know if all over the country have, you know, an Aldi, but you may have a Kroger, but it's under a different name as uh, like King Supers. I know they have HEB in the South. Um, Meyer, I'm not sh- Fredericks. I don't know if that's Fredericks of Meyer, but I don't know if they have, if Meyer goes by a different name in other parts of the country. And I know there's like a Safeway, there's like regional favorite stores, but Publix, what I've learned, Publix yes. down South, yeah. But like I know Kroger is like the main one and it's known by different names across the country. So those are just like our grocery stores, supermarkets, like our go-to places around here. So now we talked about comfort. Let's just start off in the parking lot because after we get dressed and we know we're going to the grocery store. Now I've been with some people who are very superstitious about their parking spots. They have to park in the same area or spot every single time. I, you know, I go for any open space. I'm not going to be one of those people who are waiting with my blinker on to get the two spots closer to the door. Oh, like I I'll drive them. around. Yeah, the worst. Or like the people who back into a space. Ooh. <laughs> um, I think there are pros and cons to parking next to the cart corral. A big pro is if it's super hot or it's super snowy or icy or rainy, what have you, I can just return my cart because I don't care how big of a rush I'm in. I always return my cart. I've never been someone to just push my cart and leave it out in a parking spot for someone else like to kind of hit or be in an inconvenience. So I do like to be kind of close to the cart corral, but it's um, you know not a deal breaker. And I just want to say this. Sorry, do you want to say something? No, I was just going to say that um, my reason for parking next to a cart corral is a little bit different. So I drive a truck. I drive a Ram 1500. And so I need that little bit of extra space. And so typically with the cart corral, it's usually in an actual like two spots and you get that little bit of extra room to the one side so I can pull in. It's just easier for me to pull in to that spot that's next to one. Um, But I also am somebody who does always return my cart. And the reason for that, I think, I know it's not a grocery store, but I used to work at Kohl's. And when I would close, it was part of my job is to go out in the parking lot and they didn't have cart corrals and people would just leave them all over the place. And so I really feel for the people who have to corral all those carts and I see them sweating out there in the middle of the summer and um, I just felt for them. I get it. I too also had to bring in uh, grocery carts when I was working retail, but we did have two cart corrals, which made it a little bit easier. But speaking of cart corrals, Aldi. Now, I think their whole method of, hey, pay a quarter to use a cart and then you get your quarter back 
is such a great idea because I don't think I ever see random cards in an Aldi parking lot. And that's usually a smaller parking lot. And one of the gripes I hear the most from people about going to Aldi is, why? Why am I going to pay the store to take a quarter? And to that, I always want to ask, have you ever been there? They're not taking your quarter. You're going to get it back once you return your cart. And more often than not, I'll say about 70% of the time, I don't even have to use a quarter because someone usually says, do you want my cart? Because they don't want to deal with it. Or if I'm going to go pay to put a quarter into the cart, there's already a quarter and a random cart kind of hanging out there. So sometimes I make money. Yeah. (laughs) Turning a profit at Aldi. Yeah, at Aldi. I always experience that. Like there's always that moment in the parking lot where it's either you handing a cart off or somebody you're walking by and somebody says, oh, do you want this cart? And there's, oh, it's the same reaction every single time. In my experience, it's always the, are you sure? Here, take my quarter. And it's the, no, go ahead, pay it forward. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. (laughs) And I wonder if that's an Aldi thing or just like a Midwest thing. We're kind people for the most part, I think. I don't know. I, I've heard Michigan have some, has some of the rudest people. I don't. Yeah. I am not part of that mix. That was sarcasm, Daniel. Oh, okay. I don't know. Some people think the Midwest, you know, are pretty friendly. It could be. Just not, ar- just not around here <laughs> to an extent, I feel like. <laughs> All right. So we've parked. We feel good. We feel comfy in our clothes. We have our cart. Shit. I forgot my reusable bags. Now, I don't know about you but I have every single attention every time I go grocery shopping. I have like four to five reusable like cloth type bags and then one or two little insulated type bags. I do not know what it is. I forget them every single time. I know what you're probably saying. Just keep them in the trunk of your car. I don't know. I have too much stuff in my car where I feel like I can't be bothered by that. But every single time I forget and I just feel like I'm killing the planet one shopping trip at a time. I'm exactly the same way. I get all my groceries in and then I throw those in a cabinet thinking, oh, I'm going to put all these in my car. And then I just never do. And I forget that they're in my cabinet. After this episode, I should probably make a note to like, you know, take them all out there, put them in my car so that they're there. I know. I think I might just do the same because like I said, I feel so bad. And then I always have um, tons and tons of bags in my cabinet that are just like an avalanche. I do open the door just the right way. Like they all just start to like tumble out. So do you have like the grocery store plastic bags too? Like, do you have yes. a gro- do you have a grocery store plastic bag full of plastic bags? Of course, yes. <laughs> and then the reusable ones as well. <laughs> okay. So now we have our cart. We've made peace with ourselves for forgetting our reusable bags once again. And then we hear, hello, welcome to Meyer. Hey, welcome to Walmart. Or we're greeted with silence because the greeter is talking to someone with their arms crossed and not paying attention to me, which... <laughs> I don't want to say that's my pet peeve. I understand they say hello to tons of people. And a lot of people, I will probably guarantee, don't even make eye contact with their greeters or say anything back. I always make an effort to like do a wave, a head nod with a hello, even though they probably cannot hear me because I am so so soft-spoken in public. But what gets me is when they're actually like complaining to one of their coworkers. And we, we've all been there. Arms crossed. You're either doing the complaining or you're just listening, shaking your head, but you know, you're not paying attention to the customers. And that's when I kind of get a little bit irritated, like, okay, you're standing there, not, you know, saying hello, this and this and that. I will give them some grace or leeway, like when they're actually talking to a customer. Like you have that elderly customer that just comes up and they're just talking to the greeter and you can tell the greeter's being so nice. I don't mind about that. Like, whatever, ignore me. Talk to that 77-year-old woman. 
But if you're just kind of bitching with your coworker about stuff and I can hear what you're complaining about, that's when I kind of get a little bit like Ugh, a waste. Yeah, um, I see the same greeters every single time I go to the grocery store. One of them is this usually a high energy guy, younger guy about our age. He doesn't just, he always says, hi, welcome to Meyer," Just like that. Hi, welcome to Meyer." But if there's, let's say, four people walking in the door all together, he will say it four times. Hi, welcome to Meyer. Hi, welcome to Meyer. Hi, welcome to Meyer. Hi, welcome to Meyer. Like, I think he just has fun with himself because he's so bored and having to say that over and over again. So he has to find like some way, you know, um, I like you, I'm a little soft spoken. I am so awkward in public when I meet like new people or have like those exchanges. But for whatever reason, anytime I actually speak, it comes out so silent. So I'm like, hi, <laughs> I'm like a little mouse. And I don't know why I'm like that, but I'll at least make eye contact. I've noticed they really appreciate it when you make eye contact, like when they I say something so. and like you're walking out. And if you do like a turnaround, like, I hope you have a good day. And like you too, like actually make that eye contact with them. I can tell it like changes their day because not very many people do it. I think kindness makes a difference and just like acknowledging their presence is just really what matters. Like you said, just like a, a little nod or something or just eye contact like goes a long way. Yeah. I'm just happy that they even still have greeters, you know, because a lot of stores have gotten rid of that kind of stuff. You know, Ooh. I mean, I was going to say, what is the true point of a greeter? I'm just glad that they have a job. How many stores can you think of that have gotten rid of like baggers and like that type of job? That is unnecessary because machines are taking over. But I like, think a bagger is more necessary than a greeter. I am not saying I disagree, but the fact that they still give people these types of jobs, I'm just happy about it. I always thought a greeter was like a volunteer. No. No. Okay. Someone they're just probably paying part time to say hello who's retired from something else. Because they're always, for me, I mean, like unlike that guy from where you go who's younger, they're always very, I don't want to say old, but they're they're seasoned. I just assume they're just like volunteers or they're retired from like being a teacher or doing something else and they're bored and kind of want to be a greeter. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, most of the people I see are younger. So I don't, okay. I don't know. I think it used to be that way. I think there used to always be like older people, but I think, you know, we're, it's the economy. <laughs> you know? I don't like know. People, I feel like I still feel like have those jobs now. a bunch of them are older, but I think we go to a different stores. So that, that could be it. All right. Now we're actually in the store. Do you head out like a certain, like for food wise, what section do you usually go to for first when you're going grocery shopping? I usually hit like the dry products and stuff first. Um, okay. And the reason for that is just simply because like anything like meat, dairy, especially um, anything frozen, I usually wait last. Like produce, I will usually grab last. Um, so mm. I'll kind of go for like, like if I'm going like pet supplies, all that kind of stuff, like, you know, toothpaste, like the pharmacy type items. Um, and then I'll kind of scoot over to like the dry foods. If I'm getting like a hamburger helper box or like cans of this or that and do that. And then I'll hit up like my dairy, eggs, all that. And then meat, like fresh meat and then produce. And then I usually swing by like the little deli area. Then I'm out. Okay. I feel like we have different methods, but since you said you go to the dry aisles first, like the dry food aisles, I'm going to go shopping with you. So I'm following you. Where are we hitting up? What particular section? You're going to the canned soups, you're going to the cereal. Like, what are we doing? Talking food specifically, I will go down like the like the box stuff, like packaged rice, um, hamburger helper. Ooh, I'm international getting, like, foods aisle. Pasta sauce. Yeah, pasta sauce. 
cans of diced tomatoes and stuff like that. Um, and then I'm scooting over. I'm getting like the soups. You know, I'm getting my cream of mushroom soups. I'm getting actual soups. Um, all that kind of stuff like beans. And then, yeah, so that's the dry foods for me. Okay. I like you. I love an international foods aisle, but that um, in my store is always so crowded because that's where the pasta sauce is usually. The pastas, you know, the Mexican food, your crushed tomatoes, all of that. And for whatever reason, so many people are in that aisle and I feel like I can hardly move. And sometimes I want to take a little bit of a time and I want to look at the different brands of pasta sauce or the different shapes of pasta. I really want to look at the ingredients, but I always feel so rushed in those certain aisles. Yeah, you're the people I can't fucking stand. Like, because I will be going to get something, somebody's in the way, and then I turn into the person that's like pretending to look at other stuff because I'm not trying to like pressure you. But I'm not coming back. Like, I'm going to stand there and wait for you to move. And no, it's like but irritating. you didn't let me finish. I was just saying, I want to do that. But because it's so crowded, I find myself just going to my go to pasta sauce or just grabbing these two boxes of pasta. Oh. Okay. I hope you feel silly now. No, I don't because <laughs> people need to go to the store like with a, pl- like, with knowing what they're going to grab, like research beforehand. That's what I said. But there's so much, there's so much stuff out there. Like every time I go, there's like a different brand of pasta sauce, a different kind of salsa. There's so much salsa now on the shelf. And it's like, I could be missing out on a good shelf stable um, pasta sauce or salsa because people like you are making me feel bad about reading the ingredients and making sure there's like not tons of like shit in it, but okay. So let's get out of this pasta, this pasta aisle because (laughs) tensions are running high. Um, the cereal aisle that used to be one of my favorite aisles as a kid. We didn't have like tons of like cereal in the house, but I always wanted to have like different fun, you know, fun ones like oops, all berries or fruity pebbles or cocoa pebbles and stuff. But now as an adult and have the power like to buy that stuff, I hardly go down the cereal aisle because I'm not really a cereal person. I'll buy like two or three boxes once in a great while. And they'll be on the top of my fridge because that's where I keep my cereal boxes. Me too. For like four or five months. And it's like, gosh, I really, really want some Lucky Charms. And then I go to get some. I'm like, wow, it's stale because I took two bowls from it three months ago and haven't came back. We're the same person when it comes to that. <laughs> like, I literally, I think I have three boxes of cereal on my fridge, um, but I haven't touched them in probably two months. So I could probably throw them away. Um, but I, as like you, do not really go down the cereal aisle super often. And if I do, the cereal aisle is nice because it kind of goes from the healthy cereals at the end. And then it kind of gets into like the semi-healthy cereals. Like you got your Cheerios and like that kind of stuff. And then it gets into like all the sugary stuff. And then you have like the store brand, like the big bags of like Meyer Frosted Flakes or like the whatever brands um, usually at the other end of the aisle. And then on the other side, you have like your oatmeals and like Pop-Tarts and like all like the breakfasty kind of stuff. So I feel like everything's laid out very nice to like, if you have a cereal in mind, you kind of know how far down you need to go. You know what you need to grab. Um, so I don't spend a lot of time in the cereal aisle and it's very quick. Like I know where I'm going. Okay. So on that topic, you have to go down the cereal aisle and grab only two boxes of cereal. What two are you grabbing? Cheerios, honey nut Cheerios. And then I'm probably going for like a cookie crisp or cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. I would probably have to say I would get a honey bunches of oats. I don't think I've ever had honey bunches of oats. Oh, they're so good. I mean, Are I don't they? get it all the time. I, I like them. They're just a good crunch and the, the way the flake gets just soggy enough in the milk. Mm, okay. So I'd get a honey bunches of oats and then I'd probably get 
of Lucky Charms, just for something a little fun, a little bit different, uh-huh. and just call it good. But I think I have to treat the cereal as like a late night snack type of thing in order for me to eat it rather than start my day off with it. Because I'm not a huge breakfast person in the house. Do you always eat your cereal with milk or do you can you eat it dry? Oh, no, I have to have like either a mug size or like a bowl size of like actual cereal and milk. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I know you mentioned produce you kind of do last. I actually do it first. So we're going to the produce section and I know it's going to be a good day when I'm walking through the produce section and the sprinklers come on. I just feel like something I like I caught something rare in nature, you know, they're just misting them. I feel like, ah, okay, good. It's going to be a good day, especially when it's really hot outside in the summer. And like, it's kind of like the air conditioning hits you in the store and you get all that mist from the sprinklers. It's great. Now for me, when I'm getting my produce, I usually have like go-to items I get pretty much every shopping trip. Um, We're just going to say it's summer for the sake of the episode. I'm getting zucchini. That's probably going to get soggy if I don't use it right away. An onion or two a clove or so of garlic, just depending. Some green onions. I love cooking with the white part and then finishing off with the green or putting it in salads. It's just like such a nice little treat. Spring mix always, because I never know when I want a salad or to put something on top of something. Tomatoes. And that's usually it for like my produce stuff. It's always like stuff to kind of saute and add stuff. I'll have ginger here and there. Um, That's usually more like a fall, winter type of thing or if I'm making like an Asian inspired dish is ginger, but usually for like broccoli or like cauliflower and things like that, I'll buy it frozen. Yeah. Like the broccoli florets. I definitely buy frozen um, corn. I'll buy fro- like actual like corn kernel. I'll buy frozen. I'll even buy like diced onions sometimes frozen. I am the person that will either buy them frozen or I'll get like that prepackaged like container. Um, actual produce Sometimes I'll buy like peppers, but again, the peppers, usually I'm getting those pre-diced in like the container. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to think like I, I'll buy carrots. I cook with carrots a lot. It's like a side potatoes. So I'll get like a sweet potato or I'll get, you know, regular potatoes, mushrooms, mushrooms, I'll get mushrooms yes. from refrigerator kind of thing. <laughs> um, I'm a kind of, I like romaine lettuce usually if I'm having like mm-hmm. salad or something like that. I'm trying to think. There's, yeah. That's as far as vegetables. I was going to ask, like, do you? buy fruits like what do you go for if you buy fruits you know i don't really buy a lot of fruit and i think the reason is because it goes bad if unless i come home and you know really wash it and dry it and pre like portion it out and stuff like that like then i'll I'll find myself gravitating to it like for a snack but i find like if i'm going to buy a fruit i've learned now buy two random oranges or buy the smaller kind of bag of grapes because i have every intention to say yeah i'm gonna eat a piece of fruit with every lunch or every this. And then I don't, and I feel like I'm wasting stuff. So I want to say my produce section or my produce shopping is about 80% veggie heavy. The fruits I do get though, I do buy bananas. I typically will eat a banana in the morning, like on my way to work. So I'll get three or four bananas and I'll rip them off and only buy those three or four. Oh, you're that person. I'm that person that leaves like one or two just chilling. Oh no. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, because I don't want to waste them. Um, I usually go grocery shopping every few days. So that's why is I don't want to go buy them and then they go bad in five or six days. I get the ones that are pretty ripe. Um, okay. So I'll get what I need. Every now and then I'll buy chunks of like pineapple, strawberry. I like to buy sometimes watermelons and cut that up. Like in a, season, like, yes. Yeah, like a little tiny watermelon. Yeah. So depending on the type of year, there's like certain things I'll get like that. But it's usually bananas and then the pineapple, strawberry like mix. Okay. 
I guess, like I said, for fruit, it would be the bananas and strawberries. Avocado technically counts as a fruit. I buy a lot of avocados. Tomatoes are a fruit technically too, aren't they? Yeah, I know. It's just, we're just going to count this as produce. But yeah, I was thinking that. And then mangoes. I love a good mango or so in the summer. I love making a mango salsa or just on the side for like some like pork tacos type of thing. It's very good. Oh, and red onion. I know I said regular onion, but I do like a red onion because I feel like that makes a difference for little things. Love red onion. I use red onion in just about everything. I'm sorry. I say lemon and limes. My citrus. I know I mentioned orange. I don't really buy oranges, but I always have either a bag of lemons or a bag of limes in my house because I like to you know, spruce up my avocado or put it in my water and just, uh, you know, cook with it. Bananas at my house, uh, they don't usually go bad too often. And if they do, I usually make a banana bread or kind of try to incorporate them in other things, or I try to freeze them and use them in the smoothie in the future. But I have a bag of bananas that have been in my freezer for a year and a half and I haven't touched them. So I might just throw them out after this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they're probably very good now. No, not the good. Okay. So the deli section. The deli section to me, I feel like it's such a luxury. Even as a child, the deli stuff would be so expensive. But then you could kind of look at it and think about, okay, like how many sandwiches can I make or or what can I usually make out of this cheese and stuff? And I think it is kind of worth it. Are you more if you're going to go to the deli counter and ask them for, you know, to shave that ham real thin? Or are you going to go to the pre-packaged Oscar Mayer bologna and just grab something like that? That's what I was going to ask, because when you said deli section, I was thinking, are we talking the actual deli counter where you're taking a number, waiting, you know, telling them, I want a pound and a half thin slice to this. It depends. Sometimes I will go and I'll get um, like turkey breast or something like that from the actual deli, like if it's on sale. Only if it's on sale, though, because it is so expensive. It's like 10 bucks a pound. Yeah. Um, so I'm usually getting, you know, I'll get like a Meyer brand. I don't really have like specifics, like when it comes to that kind of stuff that I'll get, whatever's just the cheapest. Um, so I'll grab all that kind of stuff. Um, grab a pack. Like I'm, I'm really big on the, um, chicken sausages. Yes. Okay. So I'll buy those. Um, yeah, very rare, very rarely will I go to the actual counter. Okay. I do about half and half when I'm actually in the store, I'll go to the deli. If I'm doing a pickup, I just usually pick like, you know, whatever is on sale. But I do have like a favorite type of cheese from the deli and it's Orlando Lakes white American cheese. Um, I like a white American versus another, like the yellow type for stuff. Like in the summertime, there's nothing better to me than like a hamburger freshly made on the grill with the melty white American cheese on it with a little bit of relish Ooh, and a little bit of ketchup. Good. So it's really, really good. Okay. Speaking of the deli, the number, pulling the number thing. It's so awkward sometimes because they run through those numbers so fast. Or in my instance, I'll pull a number and they're like, oh, no, we're not doing the numbers. And it's like, okay, then just get away with the whole thing. Because there's been so many times I go to pull a number and they're just servicing whoever. Yeah, And then I've it makes that. it weird. Yeah. Or they will click through like number 98. Yes. 98. And I'm number 99. And it's like, come on. Um. <laughs> Like when we were kids, it was always by the number, but you're right now. It's kind of just like next, like why even have those things? I think they got rid of them during COVID. They never really brought it back. It's kind of hit or miss. Okay. I think that's what it was. I think it was after COVID, a few things like that changed. All right. So we've got our produce. We've kind of got our deli stuff. We got some of our dry goods. Can I um, 
asked to go to another part of the store that I don't really go to a lot, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Okay. The meat counter. I don't know about you, but I feel like whenever I go to the meat counter, this is like the ground beef, the steaks, that case. Whenever I ask them to do something, it seems like they're so annoyed and I'm inconveniencing them. And it's probably because where we live, there's a lot of prepackaged steaks and ground beef and lots of cuts of meat already out for you just to pick and go, grab and go. But let's say I want a little less meat, you know, or a particular cut of meat. I feel like when I ask them, they get so annoyed. Sometimes, one time I asked a guy for, a, you know, can I have this ground beef in here? And he said, he was doing it. And as he was doing it and wrapping it up, he said, and just so you know, they're all over there prepackaged too. And I said, okay. But for whatever reason, like unwrapping that brown paper packaging around the ground beef just seems like it's really rustic to me. Yeah, it's fresh. He probably hated me. Yeah, because you don't know what's over there. And like you, you imagine what's in the case is fresher. But I have never been to a meat counter in my entire life. I've never. That's why you made that face. I never even think to go and see. Like, like <laughs> I know what you mean about like the me. brown packaging. Like my grandma yeah. used to buy like meat and stuff that way, but I've just never thought to do it. It's almost like I walk right past it. I acknowledge it, and I just never think to stop and do anything. And I think part of it too is because it's also it's not always just the meat counter. Like half of it's like the seafood and stuff. Yes, I just I just avoid that whole area altogether because i don't like the smell but do you remember that big giant tank of lobsters when grocery stores used to have those yeah and back was... then as a kid you felt like you're at sea world but yeah. now it's like oh gosh those lobsters slowly moving with the rubber bands around their claws just all huddle on top of each other looking at you so sad yeah. Yeah, those used to always just be by like the meat counter. So I, mm-hmm. I think when I would like go grocery shopping with my grandma, I would be distracted looking at those while she does the meat. So I just never, you know. No, I get, no, I get it. Like as a kid, it was it was exciting. It was almost like, can we please take a trip by there? Just push me along. I want to see them. I and haven't it, seen those in fi- like fifteen years or so. You know, I never really paid attention. I don't think I've seen them in a while either. Um, I know you mentioned like not ever going to like this meat section and things like that, an aisle that I need to restrict myself from going to, or else I'll buy too many bad things. is the cookie cracker, that type of aisle, not the chip aisle. Sometimes they're combined because I can resist a bag of chips, but all the different flavor of Oreos, the pop tarts, and I'm not even a huge pop tart person, but sometimes just walking around, Ooh, a pepperidge farm bag of cookies, Milano's, my mouth was watering thinking about it, but I truly feel like I want to do supermarket sweep and just like shove them all in my cart with my hands, like in big one giant swoopy motion. That's so hard for me to resist. Yeah. And then you get home and you're eating all those snacks and you have the supermarket weeps. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's sad. And they also have like the canned, like a squeeze cheese just hanging out on an end cap right there. Like, have you ever really thought of, no, never mind you don't like wasting your time in the grocery store looking at ingredients and stuff but like how many different flavors of like the ritz cracker stuff or the cheese it's and all that stuff is out there no if it's not something i i notice just in my passing as i'm reaching for something i don't really pay attention oh, you're missing out i i makes me want to go grocery shopping right now and buy all the wrong things see i can't even talk about the aisle without feeling like i'm doing something bad to myself i feel like it would be fun at someday, take me grocery shopping with you. And I don't you, think so. And then you go grocery out, and I won't even like say anything. I'll just be along That's for the ride. I'll hard just be for like, me to believe. 
She's like, what uh, What are you going to buy, mama? And then you can come with me. Ooh. And then just, you know. And then you can just watch, <laughs> watch me grocery shop, like, from afar. Just like. So you want to act like strangers? Or you want to be, like, if, with me? If that makes you feel more comfortable. I just, no, I don't want to influence you. Afar. Well, not afar, but, like, yeah, follow oh, okay. me around, you know. Um, I don't want to have any influence on, like, your experience. Like, you go in. You be in your zone. I'll go in. I'll be in my zone. Pretend you're not even there, but I just I want to experience the grocery shopping trip with you. Okay. We can see what we can do. Now, speaking of following, you know, me around, like we would probably never really run into each other because we start different sections. I start in the produce and then like the deli counter, kind of work my way around and hit the dry goods last. And you do the dry goods first. So we would probably meet somewhere in the dairy section, I feel like, awkwardly. Yeah. Like, how many people do you think it takes to go grocery shopping? I know some people can't help it. Like, they have to have their kids with them or they're oh, sharing a vehicle with someone. They're striking you know. a nerve now. Yeah. I hate families that shop together. What size family? Oh. I think like, there's a big difference. Let me just get comfortable here. I think <laughs> the maximum amount of people that should go on a shopping trip together is two or three. Anything more than that, it No. Like stay in the car, up, right? go. Yeah. Do, do something. Well, hold on. We're getting there. <laughs> Let me reserve my, <laughs> cause I've, I have very strong feelings about people that do pick up and I know you're one of them. So yes. I had, I had to think of, of how to not be offensive, but let, we'll get there. It's, it's, I'm used to so, it. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm talking like the mom, the dad, the four or five kids pushing, you know, two shopping carts around, I cannot stand it. They're always in the way. The kids are always in the way. They don't have manner. Like there's only so many people that can fit in an aisle and people don't stand it. Just like, I mean, I use the analogy of like, you know, walking down a city street, like with a group of friends, like they walk next to each other, right? Like you're not walking in a straight line when you're with people, right? So the more people you have in your shopping party, you're just in the way. It's unnecessary. Like you're not the only people here and your kids are running around. They're asking for stuff. You're telling them no. Like it's such a distraction to whoever they're shopping with. I think it's just the kids. Kids shouldn't go shopping. <laughs> okay. Um, I can kind of see that. Um, I think it depends if they're well-mannered, if there's organization. I appreciate a parent who is stern with their kids and says, get back here. I said no type of thing. And not the kind of parent that lets them run up and down. They're in my way. Now I'm the rude one because I can't go grab my hot sauce because your kid is looking for something. You know, I don't like that. But I think what's a bigger pet peeve for me are couples who go shopping and one is totally useless. If they're but both engaging, like, hey, like if we were a couple, hey, babe, like what kind of pasta sauce? You Are you feeling a red sauce or an Alfredo? Okay, I'll grab it. Or like, this, you know, they're having conversation quick, efficient, and they're getting in and getting out. I don't like it when it's, it can go both ways, but just from my experience, it's usually the woman who is doing the picking and choosing and putting it and the guy is slowly following her with the cart, playing Pokemon Go on his phone or doing whatever, just shuffling his feet. Because, okay, in that case, really only one of you is necessary and two of you are in my fucking way. And I need this. I need this Mrs. Dash seasoning, you know. Sorry. Now that's my feel, pet peeve. Let me get I, comfortable. <laughs> I, I mean, are you are you speaking from my experience? Because that, that sounded personal. No, not from my ex, but like from me being a bystander 
Yes. And witnessing that, that's a pet peeve. And for some reason, when it's older couples doing it, it's funnier because the old man's like, huh? Okay, I'm coming. That's funny. But like when it's or, someone or like our age, it's annoying. Or he's irritated because she's taking too long. Yes. Or vice versa. Yeah. He's because he's been doing that for like five decades now, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like, okay, if, if one of you is really doing the work, because a child, I can understand, a child can't do much. But when you have like another able bodied adult there, no, really just takes one of you. Someone can stay in the car. <laughs> so that's that's okay. my pet peeve. All right. So we've talked about kind of like the people that follow you or the ones you seem to get stuck behind all the time. Where else do you want to hit up in the store? Because we're getting too frustrated in these crowded aisles. I need to get out of here. Take me somewhere. Oh, I think that's just it. Like, let's get out of here. Let's go see the cashier or go through the checkout and do some scanning. Oh, I don't really. Is there anything I forgot the creamer. We have to go to the dairy section. Can you come to the dairy section with me? We've already been there, haven't we? We didn't talk about what we got. Oh, I thought you said like, we hit there. Sorry, no. Okay. It's fine. No, you're going to make me forget my creamer for my coffee. Okay. All right. So usually the dairy section, I'm getting my butter, my eggs, my creamer for my coffee, which I go through a lot of. And it's just usually half and half. Once in a while, I will get a flavored creamer, but there's a lot of gross ingredients in the creamers that taste too chemically for me. So I just stick with like a half and half. Or like a you know heavy whipping cream, and then I'll buy some yogurt, some cottage cheese here and there, but really that's about it. I don't really buy too much stuff in the like the dairy besides that. Yep, I'm going for my milk, my eggs, oh, cream cheese. I forgot. Yep, um, I eat cottage cheese, mm-hmm. so I'll usually buy like the little like five ounce things with like the fruit on the bottoms and stuff like that. Same with the yogurt, and I'll grab some of those for what I need for the next few days. I'm also getting my butter, that kind of stuff. The juices, like the cold juices, are usually in that area. So I might buy, you know, I might grab a orange juice or like a lemonade or something like that. But also in that area is, you know, canned biscuits. Yes. I forgot about those. The croissant, like the crescent rolls and that kind of stuff. Like I'll have crescent rolls like on the side for dinners, stuff like that. So I'm hitting all that kind of stuff up. Yeah. Just like one by one. Case by case. Okay. Well, I think we got our fill of dairy. I think we can head up front to the cashier now. Oh my God, I'm so annoyed. There's only one real cashier open and all the rest are U-scans. What do you want to do? Do you want to wait in this line that's 12 deep to get to the cashier or wait in the line that's 20 deep for the U-scans? I hardly ever go through a regular line with a cashier. Hardly ever. And What are your reasons why? Okay. So... It depends on what store I'm at, because here's the thing. Like a Meyer, they have a pretty efficient system with their U-scans. But a place like Kroger, a place like Walmart, they're not very efficient. So it depends. I'm usually going through the lines at those places. So it depends on what store we're at. But yeah, I, I prefer to go through a U-scan if I can. So I can just do it myself because I hate the way people bag things. I hate the way just the interaction you have to have with people. I'm not a people person. Um, I like to just kind of do my own thing, put stuff in the bags I need. I overstuff bags because I don't want to carry so many bags in, you know, from my mm, truck. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables. So yeah. Okay. So I can I can see like both sides of it. If it's a quick trip in and I just have like, you know, a few items, I'll do the U scan because I used to be a cashier. I know how to beep boop bop that and get out, you know. But if I have a lot of produce things, a lot of things that don't have UPCs on them, where if I were to go to U-Scan, I'd have to weigh it, find the item with the picture, put in my quantity, that stuff, 
can slow even someone like me, a cashier expert, down. And do you ever do the pre do thing? Because they they've been putting in those machines where you can pre sticker them. Do you ever do no, those? No, I have not. No, because usually I do pickup. So we'll talk about that. That's true. In a, in a few minutes, but um, no. So if I have a lot of things, a lot of produce heavier items that don't have like UPCs readily available, I'll go through the through the cashier. I wish there were more real cashiers open. I feel like it'd be so convenient. I think it would really solve the like congestion down of like all of the use scans because a lot of people in front of me don't know what they're doing. And I see that little blue light help thing going over. And half the time, the people who are supposed to be manning those stations to help are talking to the greeter. Yeah, nowhere <laughs> to be about found. Something. Yeah. yeah, nowhere to be found. And yeah, then you're... I feel like I'm an inconvenience because no one's helping me. Right. No, you're totally right. Like if they did have more actual lines with like cashiers open, I think the U scans wouldn't be so congested because back mm-hmm. in the day, it was like 15 items or less or 12 items or less. And if you didn't have less than that many items, they would tell you to get in an actual line. I remember that happening. Yeah. Now it's a, on it. it now it's a free for all. Doesn't matter. You know, and I think people prefer with if they have a lot of stuff, I think they do prefer to go to a cashier, but because there's only one or two actual lines open and those are so far back in like the clothing area or, you know, into different aisles, I, I think people just man like think okay i'm gonna use scan i'm gonna get out of here quicker but then you have people with like this giant cart see when i go grocery shopping like i said i usually go every like three or four days so i'm not going for like the week or like the next two weeks or something like that so most of my grocery like i don't want to call it an order but you know what i mean like what i'm getting in that moment is in one of those like smaller carts you know like the half size cart i can fit everything kind of in there and i'm pretty efficient too so like i feel like even though i probably have more than 12 15 items I'm going very quick. What pisses me off is the people, like you said, who either a don't know what they're doing or have so much stuff that they're there for 20, 25 minutes scanning. I think those people should have to go through an actual line because you're just holding everything up now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let's get more people at the register, please. But it probably won't happen. Like I said, pretty soon, 10 years, drones will be dropping off our grocery orders. But until then, we can either decide are we going through the real store or are we going to do the pickup? Now, I real store. I was okay. Well, I was never a pickup person ever. I was always going. That was like I made time to do it. You know, I, that was my weekend thing. I'd love to wake up early on a Saturday morning. No, <laughs> let me not lie. I would love to work. <laughs> nope, not work out either. I would love to just, you know, wake up. Whenever I felt like it on a Saturday, get my hair in a bun, put the sunglasses on, and we're out the door. Maybe grab a coffee. No, coffee after because I don't want to shit my pants in the store. You know, and just make a morning of it. And I felt so accomplished, you know, bringing up the groceries myself all the way up the stairs to my apartment, you know, and just really getting everything all together. But then because of COVID, there was like a few weeks when like going to the grocery store was literally insane. People are panicking. There's nothing on the shelves. And that's when I just started doing pickup because I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with all this wearing the mask and doing all that. I'd rather have someone just load up the car. And ever since then, that's how I do a majority of my grocery shopping. I have lately the past few months been going in more for things because I feel like more often than not with pickup, they mess up your stuff a lot of the times or they're not giving you the freshest produce. Like I can't even begin to tell you how many times 
I've had moldy shallots or moldy onions. And it's like, how can you not see this when you're picking it up? But there are perks to it because if they really do mess up your order, if you call and complain, sometimes you'll get like a $20 credit because you complain that something they gave you is old or stale. So I feel like that's worth it. Um, now, what are your big gripes with pickup? Because I feel like you can't stand it. it. Looks like you're seeding. Where where to even begin on this? Um, listen, I'm not against it in theory. I think it's convenient. Like you don't have to go in. You don't have to deal with all these gripes and you know things that we've talked about in this episode. I'm all for that to an extent. I think I just know so many people all of a sudden who do the grocery pickup. That I'm just tired of hearing about. Okay, there's somebody like in my family, for example. I'm not going to say any names because I don't, like I don't want them to hear this and then be like, Rrr. this person <laughs> goes by grocery pickup and only grocery pickup, and all I hear is, I got these four things. I was going to make this, but they didn't have this, so now I have all this stuff that I can't even use. Da, 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 da. Or like you, like how you were just talking about how like oh well this wasn't even that good and you know i got you know the the meat expires tomorrow they could have got me a fresher one like i'm just like if you have this many problems and you're going to rely on other people to do your shopping for you then you're not allowed to complain you're just well, not going to go that far you're just not. i think I'm there's sorry. a level of competency you should expect from people grabbing your stuff like i've then had someone can give me expired me but you don't know circumstances. Some people are elderly. Some people are still and, so afraid of the in pandemic those and stuff. Cases, you know, I'm all for it. I think maybe like a couple of years ago when it wasn't as popular, I thought it was great. Like I, I, I've never d- really done it. I've gone for like my mom and like done her like grocery pickups and stuff like that. Oops, just said who I was talking about. <laughs> oh, I would never but, even put two and two together. Yeah, well, my mom. So. I, I like in theory, I think it's okay, like whatever. But I think so many people do it now that here's you ask me, like, what are my things that are my gripe? There's so many parking spots right at the front of the store that are for these grocery pickups of people just sitting there. When I have to park, walk farther, and I'm actually going in and actually doing my own shopping, like I'm doing more work. Like I should be able to park closer to the store. They should have a designated area that isn't like maybe on the side of the store or something like that. I think it takes up too much space because it's become so popular that they've gotten rid of more spaces, that it's become an inconvenience to actual shoppers. There's that. And then the other thing is going through the store, you talk about like people being in the way and stuff. And like now you've got people pulling these giant things, shopping for like seven different people going up and down every single aisle one by one that are just in the way because they'll stop, they're scanning, they're doing stuff. It takes forever and they're constantly in my way where I can't just go and grab the things I need. And I'm making a plan. Like I'm going in and then running into that and they're shopping for somebody who's sitting out in the parking lot. Like to me, that's just irritating. Okay, so I'm not sure what your store like you're going to, but for everyone I've done a pickup at, it's always been to the side of the store. It's never been front row parking in any situation. They've always been off to the side or by the back door or something like that. That's the Aldi. That's the Meyer. That's the um, Kroger. I kind of hit up the Kroger by me. They're the worst because it's like there's like 12 spots in front of each, basically like the, the the closest parking spots to each door. And then you have like the handicap and stuff, which deserves to be there. Like they they need that space. So it's like I feel like I'm if I go to a Kroger, I feel like I'm parking so far away. 
And then Meyer, it's sort of the same. They do have like their designated sections that are a little bit farther down. They've converted actual parking spaces okay. and the actual parking lot into mobile pickup things. And it I've never had. Off. Yeah. Maybe it's just that store design. Because like I said, the ones I've been to, they're always out of the way, around the corner, not even by the general like doors. See, that would be fine. I wouldn't have a... I wouldn't have an issue with that. I think it's just the one you're going to. I think I know exactly what Kroger you're talking about. The one by the Taco Bell who never seems to want to be open, right? Yep, right next door. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just bad layout altogether. I am a big fan of it. It is really convenient. Um, Like when I have doctor's appointments or other errands to run, because a lot of times I'll go to multiple grocery stores, like, because I'll go here, like if I'll go into Aldi real quick, you know, I'll go into Aldi to grab a few things that I know are only Aldi specific. Because Aldi has their own brand of stuff, and I am really partial to their organic hummus, for example. So if I'm in the area, I'll go in there. But if I know I'm going to Aldi and doing a few other things, I'll squeeze in a grocery pickup because it's like, why am I going to waste more time? It's been very convenient for me in certain times of my life, like when I had my foot surgery and I couldn't really walk far and all that stuff. So like, yes, I do like it. Um, I'm not going to say I don't like it. Doesn't have like does it have its imperfections at time? Yes. I just rearranged my menu for that week. You know, if they didn't give me the right kind of sauce I needed, yeah, I'm going to complain, get my $10 credit for this $3 thing of sauce. And I'll just push that back to the end of the week when I run into the local market and get this, you know, I make adjustments, I make do. I really do think it's the future though. A lot more people are going, I'd rather do a pickup than a delivery. There are people who love delivery and get delivery all the time. For me, I'm not going to pay the extra money and then tip someone for doing it when I can drive X amount of miles and do it myself. Yeah. I'm but with there you are there. people yeah. who don't have a car. And I guess that's when delivery comes in handy. And I get it. That's so what I'm I not going like, to knock delivery. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like so many people. And again, like you're paying for it. Usually there's like some small fee. You know, I think with, with the pickups, I don't know. I've never actually done them for myself, but I feel like it's becoming more of an inconvenience for people who are actually shopping like on site um, in certain ways, at least in my experience. And that might not be like, again, in every store, like you said, and that was a really good point. So, but at least in my experience, there's that, but then also like, you're right. It is the future. Like we have DoorDash and we have all these things and that's great from the, you know, aspect of like creating more jobs and all that kind of stuff. But I think as a society, there are the people that just do it just to just because they're lazy, you know, like if like for you, like you have appointments, you have stuff going on. But there's times I don't. Well, that's okay. Like, I'm not saying. I think time is money, though. I think time is money. And yes, there are times I love to go in the grocery store. I'm like you, like, ooh, I could be dancing through the aisles. Ooh, you know, just hanging out, having a good time. But then there's times I don't want to deal with anyone. I don't want people to see me. Don't look at me, you no, know, and it. just, and think, and time is money. So yeah, I'll, I'll do the, it's usually free for me. If it's above a certain amount of money, like 35, 40 bucks, it's, it's the, the pickup fee is free and that's worth it. But I'm like you and I've learned to not complain to my significant other, to you or anyone who wants to listen to me. If I'm using that service and they give me something moldy or they're out of this brand of cream cheese and they don't give me any cream cheese. I have to go in. That is part of the deal. So yeah, I get it. Like, don't complain. But I hope it's here to stay because I love it. No, yeah. And that really is what it is, is the people that only do their shopping with pickup and don't necessarily like have a reason. It's literally, it's not even convenience. It's just laziness, but complain that it's like, well, 
you know, they, they could have got me this. Like, but, but people don't, I mean, if, if that was my job to shop for other people, I don't value it necessarily as much. That's why I love to go into the store and do it for me is because I'm walking out with exactly what I want. Like I'm not relying on anybody else to do my shopping. I hate how people even bag my stuff. Like I get, I'm very particular about things. So when I hear like that certain person in my family and others, like just go into the store because I feel like they complain so much about what, like the bad experience of it. It's like, well, then why are you doing it? Like, just go get your own stuff. So it's the people that, yeah, it's like the complainers. But like, I hope you don't think I'm like judging you because I definitely think like that is the future. Like what a time to be alive where you can just like roll up, have them throw your groceries and be done. Like, I get it. I'm all it's for fine. it. But it's the people Everyone that has take advantage opinions. of it and then complain. And it's like, well, it's it's the entitlement behind it. I feel like. We know. I understand everyone has their opinions. I'm not riled up because I'm sure there are people who are just like you and even like more passionate who hate people like me. Regardless, <laughs> they don't care that I had two appointments and I had to do. They they want they want me in that fucking store, you know. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. That's fine. We can have different opinions on it. I'm sure people who are listening either fall into your side, my side, somewhere in the middle. I feel like I pissed a and lot that's of people fine. off. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm going to say, I'm always going to be for the convenience of it because I know you said it, sometimes it's just laziness. It is just laziness, but you know what? It shouldn't be a service. And if people didn't want to do it or if it wasn't bringing the store profit or anything like that, I think they would do away with it. Um, but yeah, I hope, like I said, I hope it's, I hope it's here to stay. And uh, anything else you want to add or do you want to end up that? Can we talk about the bottle return? Yeah. Because that's something that if I am going to the store and I have bottles, I always do first. Um, but I'm somebody that, you know, and I think most Michiganders, um, and I know not every state has bottle returns. So some people might not even know what the heck we're talking about. But yeah, basically they're recycling and you get it. For us, it's 10 cents a can or bottle, whatever like products that store sells. It's usually like the carbonated stuff. The reason I bring that up is because I love getting those and then like using those basically as like the coupon and getting money off. Um, but I will usually collect bottles throughout the, like a couple weeks and then take those back like every couple weeks. Yes. And just to clarify for like people who might be listening internationally or like Christopher said, they don't have bottle returns in your state. You're paying into the bottle deposit when you're buying the product. So if you're buying a case of Coca-Cola, a 12, let's say 12 cans of Coca-Cola, you're going to be paying $1.20 extra on top of whatever price it is because it's going to break down to 10 cents per can. And Michigan has 10 cents. There's a few states that have 10. Some states have five. Yep. And what makes it kind of hard for us is let's say it's a particular flavor of Coca-Cola and you buy it, buy it like at a Meyer. Well, if you go to return that at a Kroger, if that store, at least for me, does not sell that brand or flavor of pop, soda, whatever, it'll spit that can right back at you. And that's like one of the most humiliating feelings of like my life for me. Because now you're doing the walk of shame in the grocery store, with like these random nine bottles that you can't Right, because it's never with. just one. Yeah. And I'll just throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what so, am I going to do with Same. This? <laughs> like, I'm not going to save these to just to go to a different store. You're right. Um, yeah. But no, really good point because that's something, yeah, absolutely clarify that because you're getting your money back it's not really saving, but like in the moment, it feels like you're saving money, oh, yeah. you know? And I, and I, I mean, when I was younger, like my, you know, I live with my mom, she was a single mom and I tell you like those bottle returns, we needed it sometimes. <laughs> like we had, like, that's how we got by at times was taking back bottles and getting, mm -hmm. you know, dinner that night or something. So, um, 
it's always just yeah i always recycle my bottles and i always make it part of my shopping experience every couple weeks yeah and that's why i feel like it's like you when i do have stuff to return whether they're in the front of the store or the back of the store i hit them up first because it's nice to like oh gosh i have an extra 17 bucks to you know take off the bill or oh you know now i can get this pound of corned beef from the deli that's $13 because I have bottle deposit money. As long as you I don't lose do... it like I did this last time. Oh my gosh. Sometimes, yeah, it's scary. It is feeling much like the golden ticket like in Charlie and Chocolate Factory where you feel like everyone sees you stuff it in your pocket and they're trying to eye you through the store just hoping you drop it. Yeah, I literally went to Meyer last weekend and I texted you about it. I was like, I got $4 back in, it was like four ten back in bottles and from the time i walked in the store to the time i got to the cash register i must have it must have fell out of my pocket but i just i hope i really really hope that whoever picked that up like actually needed it like you said like you know oh we're gonna get that package of hamburger um yeah it wasn't just it wasn't somebody who like has money that's just like oh four bucks oh cool yeah (laughs) yeah that's how I, i i'd like to think about it do you have any like rewards like programs that you're part of. So like Meyer, I do like Imperks a lot. Just the store club card. Just, you know, just, you know, you need the store. The fuel card. That kind of stuff. To get the points or the, you know, the sale price, stuff like that. Just yeah, the basic um, stuff. I use, um, I know up in heaven, my grandma, Um, I still use her phone number. Now, partly, don't judge me. You're like, you're smiling. <laughs> like I'm getting my fuel points off my grandma. <laughs> but um. I also do sometimes like to go to Kroger because she had signed up for this thing that like a percentage of every time I put in her phone number, it gives it to her church. So that's one reason okay. why I do like going. So they that's a nice little thing that they do, but like I don't feel like a Meyer does that or, you know, I don't think you could even sign up for something like that. So it's more of just like the local store. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I think um, as far as like rewards and like coupons and savings, I get sent certain coupons of stuff I buy. It's all the algorithms, right? It like yeah. it sees what you buy. It keeps you coming back. But um, I think the best at it is Meyer with their coupons. I think Meyer's rewards and coupons are the best. And then I think Kroger has like, sometimes they'll, I think they have the best like free coupons. Like sometimes I'll get a coupon for like a free carton of eggs. Okay. Um, stuff like that. Meyer doesn't really do that. It's like a dollar off if you buy two or something, you know, something like that. But yeah, I was just curious if you like used like those types of things or like how hardcore you go with like coupons. Not really. I mean, I don't shop enough at Meyer. I, you know, for, to get the M perks and stuff. You've encouraged me to try Walmart and I still need to do that. I've gone to Walmart to get a few grocery items here and there if I just happen to be like getting other things in the store. Um, but I do want to try sometime this summer to make like one or two shop full tr- shopping trips a month at Walmart to really see if I've I've saved a lot. Because I heard Walmart is the best value for things even compared to Aldi. It's a great um, value, some would say. Yeah. That's yeah. their store brand. <laughs> okay. I d- oh, yeah, yeah. That is their store brand, isn't it? Um, but with Kroger, you know, like it's the algorithm coupon thing. I go there enough. One of the best stacks of coupons I ever had was the start of the year. They gave me like a 10 or $15 off coupon for being a superstar customer. Then they gave me $2 off these eggs I bought and then this. So I really did stack a lot. Actually, I have something on my table I should take a look at. They sent me a bunch of new coupons for the month and I'm going to take a look at them and let you know if there's any winners. But yeah, I'm someone who, um, I forget my coupons a lot, you know, but (laughs) 
Um, but like that being said, like I, I don't specifically buy only on sale items. Sometimes I'm really trying to, you know, pinch pennies and figure out stuff. I'll go online and I'll make a list of what's on sale or, Hey, you know, I was going to buy blueberries this week, but strawberries are on sale for $2 off a pound. I'll get strawberries instead. Like that kind of thing I'll make adjustments for, but more often than not, like I just pick up what I need for the week and I'm not going to buy anything extra if it's on sale, you know? Right. I feel that. Yeah. And that's how sales work, right? They're, they're designed to be enticing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm saving so I can buy a little bit more or it's like, oh, this is on sale so I can get it because it might not be this price next time. It's all. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That's really all I have to say about the coupon stuff. I, if you guys do like coupon, like if you're listening, let us know like any tips or tricks. No, I don't want to buy 20 packs of pasta. I don't want a dozen jars of spaghetti sauce. Like yeah, I'll use that up over the course of six months or eight months, but I want to have stuff I can consume and enjoy now. That's how I kind of feel about couponing. But if you have large families and kids who have sports practice and stuff, and you want to buy those little tiny Gatorades, or you want to buy those cereal snack bars and stuff and get 30 boxes of those for free, yeah, that's cool because they're going, you know, you're going to use them. But for me, I'm not going to sit on a box of 30 Cheez-Its. <laughs> Because right. I got them for two bucks, you know, I right. don't care how, how good of a deal it was. Right. And there, there are the people that do do that because they're just all about the deal. But like, yeah. I'll do stuff like um, if there's like a really good deal on like paper towel or like toilet paper or something. Um, but usually I'm buying that stuff in bulk from like a Sam's Club anyway. So it would have to be like a really good deal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have anything else to add? I think I'm good. We got into a lot of good, you know, I guess grocery store pet peeves we had a nice little debate on grocery store pickup <laughs> yes <laughs> i loved it but yeah that's all i really have to say if you have anything else to add please let me know no well i'm curious to those listening who would you rather go grocery shopping with do you want to come with me or are you more of like a christopher type person feel free to let us know on our social media hit us up over on our instagram feel free to send us an email but until then, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And we're the, and friends, we're who the friends Who Feast. Bye, Bye. guys.